Hey there, I am Heidi Powell and you have made it to Heidi's Lane. I am a mom of four beautiful kids, a health enthusiast, and an entrepreneur who, just like everybody else, is learning to navigate the joys, the grief, the love, the messes, and everything in between on this beautiful highway we call life. Now, nothing is off the table here in my lane, so I invite you to cozy up, grab a cup of coffee, join me right here on my couch for real, raw, vulnerable conversation that hopefully helps you learn and grow through this journey with me. I am so grateful you are here. Welcome to Heidi's Lane. All right, this podcast, I don't know how this is going to go. Guys, um, welcome to another podcast, another episode of Heidi's Lane. This is how we do it. We're just rolling. So you can't see. You can't see what's happening unless. Do you know what your mug says, Maddox? It says Mamba's. <laughs> if you want to watch the YouTube version of this, you should, because mom's squeezing. I have two VIP guests, very important. I, I guess it's VIGs. Very two people. VIGs, very important guests. <laughs> My VIGs, mom scoot in. So look at the camera. So here's where you're going to look. Very important grandma and very important Thank guy. Thank you. And yeah. then a very important gal sitting right here in the middle. Yes. Yeah. That's why we're here. That's why we got roped into this. <laughs> so go watch the YouTube version of this because we are all snug as three bugs in a rug. Is that how you say it? Uh-huh. Uh, I have my beautiful mom today. Mom, say hi. Hi. <laughs> What's your name? Lori. Are you nervous? I, yes, I am. <laughs> she ropes me into this stuff all the time. Maddox. Maddox uh, Noe. No. And, and can you tell the story of why her name is Noe? <gasps> Yeah. One day I decided to name her that. No, you didn't. Like, back up. Back up. Back Tell up to the day that you started talking. So he can't remember when he was eight months yeah. old. So oh. go ahead. Why don't you? <laughs> I can't exactly remember. I thought you were back smart. Up, <laughs> I thought you were smart. All right, you, mom, tell the story. Let me tell it. So I never wanted to be called grandma, which I do love that name now. But when I was... When Maddox was coming into this world, I was way too young to be a grandma. I you thought. said, I'm too young to be called grandma. I, I refuse. I was, and I still refuse. So <laughs> I wanted him to call me Lori. All of my kids, you guys always call my mom by her first name, Jude, Grandma Jude. And so anyway, Maddox tried to say Lori, but he couldn't. So it came out Noe. Noe. And yep. that's how I got my name. That's he, how I was born. It yeah, was like, yeah. like so, two of your first words were Noe and... Hemangioma. Do you remember that? <laughs> Seriously, yes, Maddox. Yes. What's a hemangioma? I don't know what a what that is. It was something on my finger. I but think. you figured out how to say it really yeah. good. I yeah. So a hemangioma just went over went away over time. Yeah, you were eighteen like when you figured mark, out right? how to say it. But I'm <laughs> just kidding. You were like, seriously, you were only one. You were you were very yeah. smart. So or still are. A hemangioma is like a cluster of blood vessels <clears throat> or capillaries or something that would show. Mm -hmm. So Maddox had a cluster of these blood vessels or veins in between his fourth and his third finger, and so he literally Maddox, you were like the smartest kid ever. So early on, <laughs> you still are. You, buddy. What are your grades this year? Uh, my, I do have a, a C in math now. But you remember the days when a C was like an A plus for you? Yeah. So now you're like saying sure. C, like 
you know, is that you the know, bottom? He's in my uh, online classes. So. Cool. Freaking awesome. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Going out with a bang. And I, I think I do have a B in uh, econ though, which, which sucks, but yeah. I think you're doing That's awesome. That's not bad. Yeah. You're doing good. So much better than last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much better than all three of the last years. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the purpose of this podcast, um, I should have started by saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays and whatever, whatever your holiday is that you are experiencing right now. Um, we hope you have the best. And I believe we have this podcast Everybody set. Something? No, oh. no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, wait, it's okay, okay. So Maddox is in uh, a trade school right now. It's audio recording, audio and video recording. Audio and, video production. and so he's looking at my, okay. He's looking at my mini soundboard here and he's like, mom, you're on mute. Um, okay. What I was saying is I want, this is coming out. This is slated to come out on Christmas day or Christmas Merry Eve. Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Or whatever you celebrate. Yep. Merry Christmas. And so we're going to, I wanted to do something super special today and I wanted to have, I was going to be my mom and then Maddox walked through the door. So he's here too. Soon. What? You soon. <laughs> I'm just popping on real quick just to say hi. And Merry Christmas. And Merry Christmas, yeah. Well, we're going to be talking about family traditions because traditions are so important for so many reasons. Um, right before we started recording, Maddox's like, what are you doing a podcast on? I said, oh, Christmas traditions. What's your favorite one? And Maddox, what was your response? Only thing that could come to my mind was when we go to Noe's house as a family every year with the whole family. Um, but that's, that's about all I can think of every, every tradition. I, I think we tried to start kind of slowly just disappeared. That I quickly got rid of the polar express. We did that two years and then we stopped doing it. Two or three years. Why? Why so it's really nice to know that my efforts are all remembered. Actually, what, what I thought was so funny is I told Maddox, we were doing it on family Christmas traditions and he's like, what traditions do we have? I can't think of any other traditions we have done. But does that, that mean we stopped. don't have them? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have, since you have to leave, I'm going to have you listen to this episode as you're experiencing our Christmas traditions. And then you can be excited about it all over again. I know a new tradition we can start. Ooh. Podcasts. Oh, every, every, oh a boy. Christmas podcast every year. <laughs> With right. your whole family. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, I love you, buddy. Love you it. leaving? Love, love you, hon. I'll talk Bye, to you guys. a little later. See ya. <laughs> Bye, guys. See ya. Why is there a square only on my face? It's focusing on that your face. Was Why? Was it? Well, so so the key is side? to not look yeah. at that. The key is to look at that if you want to. Oh, but, really, I'm looking at myself on the screen. You love you, honey. Love you, buddy. Are there any other moms out there? That can, <laughs> Mom, can you relate to that? Where... Did we ever, were we ever like, what did you ever do for us? Like, Maddox oh. is like, traditions? Yeah. What kind of traditions? I'm like, I feel like I'm the most festive mom. I really do. Mm -hmm. well, I feel like I'm are. such a festive mom. Look at your house. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. That's a freaking tradition. I have two trees, you guys, everyone that listen to me, depending. I'm like, Maddox, you're it's in a trouble. <laughs> you're grounded. I have two trees. I, have, I make dinner every I have, night. No, technically we have one, two, three, four, five, six Christmas trees in my house. Do you know that? No, I don't. Upstairs? I do. So the one that you're sitting next to. The white right. one. So mm -hmm. remember when I had the bigger house with Chris, mm -hmm. we did a white Christmas, a white tree, kind of like that. Right. And then after a couple 
holidays, we wanted to switch it up to red. So then we changed our tree to red. And then when I moved to this house, the big tree didn't fit in here. And right. so I had to buy a new tree. So I had two trees suddenly. So I'm like, well, let's do a white and a red. So I have a white and a red. And then I love having one in my room. So I have a four foot tree in my room. That is nice. Yeah. And then I have in each of the kids rooms, a mini, it's like a three foot tree, a two and a half foot tree. Uh -huh. And every one of their trees. So I guess we have seven trees. Every Jeez. one of their trees is decorated. Have you not seen these? No, I haven't been upstairs. They're decorated to decorated. each of them. Okay. So oh, I have Maddox's to go check them out. tree, he's super into music. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think his is a blue tree. I can't think right now. <clears throat> and the it's there's guitars on it and like piano pieces and different cool. musical notes all over yeah. his tree. Yeah. And then Marley's tree, she kind of likes boho chic uh -huh. stuff. So it's just very cute and artsy and Marley. Yeah. Hers is a white tree. And then Cash is a gamer. We all know that. So his <laughs> yeah. is, I can't believe you haven't seen this. So his is, um, it's like uh, remote controls. Uh -huh. Like, video remotes perfect and, oh my gosh how cute yeah and like the mario stars yeah. and stuff and then ruby is gems because she's like <gasps> she's a ruby and she's yep. also kind of a woo-woo um, she's child. a hippie chick yeah she is yeah and so we is. have like stones and gems and oh i know how cute i'll go look at them before and, i leave tonight okay yeah, and mine's cute. So there's a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> this this episode, is where we're going with that. This episode starts with me defending <laughs> your tradition. That I'm a good mom. <laughs> you are a good mom, Hyde. You so are. I, I appreciate it. You know what's funny? I, I don't do So you got to hold the mic up to your mouth. Oh, <laughs> all the way? Yeah. Maybe what if they don't want to hear me? Yeah, but they do. <laughs> they probably they want to hear you more than they want to hear me. So think about this. Every single week, everyone listening, listens to me <laughs> and yeah. it's nice to kind of hear i think sometimes you know how like with people you can like <clears throat> you can hear how they explain who they are and you're like but mm -hmm. is that real or not mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then you get a more refined picture of who they are by hearing the people in their life so you True. doing this huge favor for me by jumping on and talking really gives i think a better broader more authentic perspective of who i am not that like they're here to see who I am, but like, it's fun to dive into someone's world. Right. And I right. think I have an awesome world. Yeah. No, you do. I do too. We both do. We're very fortunate yeah. in life all the way around. Yeah. The only difference is you have a job and I didn't. <laughs> so I had more time to spend on traditions and, you know, all that, you the did. baking and everything I did. And I loved I it. Know. I still love it to this day. Yeah. Yeah. But I know. So, okay. <clears throat> Mom, you can sit back and get comfy. Can like, I? Yeah. Like, like, so the camera, let me just explain this because this is anyone who's going to be on my podcast. Listen up. <laughs> That's like secondary and it might go to YouTube and it might not. And we might cut a couple cute reels with it. This is like, are, super are you're not as flexible as I am. I told you my <laughs> hips are out right now. <laughs> I wish you guys could see this. No, I, I so some things are hereditary. <laughs> my mom's bending lack of bendingness was not. Are you? Is that too uncomfy? Are you good? Okay. Are you? <laughs> Do you have a heating pad? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I've already introduced who my mom is, and what I want to say. And I'll say it to everyone listening and to my mom. <clears throat> One of the reasons why I felt like you were the most appropriate guest for this traditions and memories episode is because you were the creator 
of all of my childhood memories and traditions. And you, like a lot of what you did, guided me on what I wanted to do for my kids. Like I knew, <clears throat> I let me just say this too. I know how lucky I am to have had so many parts of my childhood that I had. And it had nothing to do with money and right. everything to do with parents who were so thoughtful about making Christmas special for us mm -hmm. or making the holidays special. I mean, Easter, you name the holiday, making my birthday special. I mean, it's... <laughs> Wait, Listen, I know what's coming now. <laughs> but real talk. Okay, so my mom, let's just say this. Let's get it out. Let's air, let's air the dirty laundry, okay? <laughs> Your birthday. Every year. What happened on my birthday every year, mom? Dad and I took a cruise. <laughs> it was the perfect timing. Sorry. It that did. was that time of year. It just it happened to be on your birthday. But here's what's crazy. So I you I can't even tell you how many people I know <laughs> that would kn hear their parents take a cruise on their birthday and would be like, poor me. My parents left me on my birthday. I have never said that. Never. No, no. Because haven't. I don't know what you guys did, but I really only ever saw the good that you guys did. Like I felt so loved and so celebrated. It like took you being like, we were on a cruise every year for your birthday <laughs> for me to be like, Oh yeah, you're right. You were. Yeah. But you guys, you did such a good job making me feel important for my birthday. Like dad. Well, thank you. Was the originator of mm -hmm. the birth month. Yep. Oh yeah. Tell us about that. So like applying to my birthdays? Yeah. Okay. So every year dad would do something different each year for my birth month. And my birthday is March 12th. So one year, this is like the most memorable one while well, we went on cruises, we went on, you know, long weekend getaways and stuff. But one year he did every single day from the first to the 12th mm. on my birthday, I was, uh, someone came and delivered flowers to me mm. and they were always so beautiful. They were like fresh topiaries and roses and just everything was like so um, creative. Extravagant. And extra and yes. he had a great florist do it. They I were awesome. This. Yeah. And so they showed up every single day. I mean, talk about looking like someone died. <laughs> but they were happy flowers. They were all happy oh. flowers. So, yeah. So he always tried to make all of your birthdays yeah. creative, but especially mine, I yeah. have to say. Yeah. I mean, he was the best about planning vacations and birthdays. And he was better than me, actually. Was he always he? had the best ideas. Yeah, he did. I, I remember that. Like, I remember some of the flowers came in boxes. I remember different things. And I remember the topiary. Yeah. Like, and it was a, a living topiary yeah. tree. It wasn't like one of those things that you buy. And I, I think the important thing for people to hear in this is it's not about the amount of money spent. Right. <clears throat> it's about the thoughtfulness. Like, I you know, dad, I'm sure before you guys made enough money to do something like that probably was doing handwritten notes or yes, whatever it was. And that yes. thoughtfulness went a really, really long way. Like I know yeah. he would 
sent, he would write me notes all the time whenever mm. he would travel back and forth for work. Mm. He would email them to me really? and I would get one every night that he was gone. Oh, he was so romantic. Really? Yeah. He, yeah. He, on the outside, he was like super hard guy, you know, don't mess with me. But yes. on the inside, he was such a marshmallow for me. Oh. <laughs> and, and you guys too. But oh. I mean, mostly, obviously for me. And so, yeah, he was great about notes and just letting me know how much I meant to really? him all the time, which made me want to do the same for him. And I'm sure I just drove him crazy all the time oh, instead but <laughs> no you did not he he loved you yeah he, he did worshiped the ground that you walked on i've actually never really had a platform to talk about <clears throat> this i mean i kind of have i've posted pictures on instagram of you and dad and i've mentioned how he treated you like a queen and listen i have notes for this podcast but it's gonna go where it goes okay. so i just kind of talk <laughs> but i um it was actually like i don't think i uh well I don't think I had the ability to appreciate it until I was 40 right. or 38, 39. That makes sense. I don't think I really appreciated how dad treated you until I'd been through so many of my own really mm -hmm. difficult circumstances and situations. Not because I wasn't with great guys, because I was. Mm -hmm. But dad was an anomaly, a mm -hmm. one of a kind. A, Absolutely. Like I remember until the day he died... Like I remember at Maddox's birthday party, which is the last time I saw him, mm -hmm. February, whatever, because he died, what day? February 18th, 2011. Yep. Um, he, I remember like he was grabbing your butt. Like he had grandkids and he was just this like, oh, care. I love you. He I did like, not care. <laughs> he loved you. Like he worshiped the ground that you walked on. I never ever ever and i don't know how i feel about this today <laughs> i never saw you guys fight not once did i see you fight we didn't fight in front of you guys and that okay and it was great and also i think what that did for me is it made me it, i didn't understand that couple's fought because mm -hmm. i never saw you fight well we honestly did not even fight that yeah. much but when we did i I knew that when I had kids someday, I mm -hmm. had a family, they were not going to see me and their dad fight. Mm -hmm. I, we were not going to fight in front of you guys. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's because of my own upbringing. And so I, uh, yeah, so we, we didn't fight very often at all, but yeah. when we did, you know, you guys saw some of it, I'm sure. No, and stuff, but we honestly, didn't. I'm not kidding you. So I we set never, you up for like, <laughs> to like think marriage when was I got married, I, I thought everyone you marry is like your dad. Like, that's what I thought. I honestly was like, well, all right, is this going to work? I thought every relationship was like He'll yours and dad's. Out. Yeah. And I wasn't like you and husband number one wasn't like dad. And so it didn't work. <laughs> and then it was try, try again. And I yeah. felt like I just didn't understand that because, and, and you guys just did so good at oh, protecting us and at loving us. And thank dad, you. now what dad did really, really well now that I'm 41 is now I'm like, okay, now I know how I deserve to be treated. Yes. That know? was the number one thing he always wanted for you too. Yeah. And that <laughs> is why he not, that's not why he just was so great yeah. to me. You know, grandpa lane was so great to grandma lane. It just was in dad's upbringing yeah. and he was raised very well, yeah. you know, to treat, treat women the way they deserve to be treated, you know, yeah. and he was number one. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. okay. So this is holiday traditions and memories. And I want to start, I mean, we're not, we're 20 minutes in we're not starting. I want to say, um, before too long, uh, that I actually do totally understand to everyone listening that 
holidays can trigger a lot of grief mm-hmm. and a lot of sadness and a lot of um, loneliness, loneliness, lonely feelings. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I recognize that. And I, anyone listening, my intention for doing this episode ha- is has nothing to do with trying to say, hey, my holidays or my memories were the greatest. Um, I, more my holidays were the great. Our traditions are the greatest. But instead, it's to shine a light and say, hey, here are things that really brought brightness to my world as a child and bring brightness to my world today um, that can help overshadow or outshine the gloomy spots, right? Mm -hmm. But if you are in grief or you are in sadness this holiday season or today as you listen to this, whatever day this is, um, know that I am thinking about you. I am sending you love and I have been there and am still there. Um, That's just how it is. It's like, I can't have a holiday that passes without thinking about a lot of the wonderful things that my dad did for me that Mm -hmm. don't exist now. And I think it's easy for me. I think for anyone, it's easy for me to get stuck in feeling sorry for myself and stuck in feeling like um, almost living in the past and giving energy to something that no longer exists, that it stops me from moving forward. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's awesome. Like, don't it, like maybe don't forget the good or forget who, wh- who was or what was, but use it also to propel you forward and help create new traditions. And if you're listening and you don't have any traditions, it is never too late. Now is the perfect time to start. Yeah. Um, I feel like in all my, you know, different phases of life, because there's been so many, um, I, I posted about this a couple weeks ago. Um, starting over is a thing that I've had to do again and again and again. And yep. I feel like I'm the queen of it. I actually think I'm the princess of it and you're the queen of it because you've had to start <laughs> over again and again. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, especially with holidays and what it's felt like for you? Well, yeah, with holidays, uh, I it's very hard not to remember what was mm. and not to feel like it still should be. And so, yeah, yeah it, grief is a really hard thing during the holidays. And um, of like, course, how many years since dad passed? Tell them. Um, he passed 12 years ago, almost and, almost 13 now. And do you still feel it today, <clears throat> like this holiday yep. season? Absolutely. Because I go through the whole holiday season and I remember what we did here, going to the temple lights, doing this, doing yeah. that. A lot of traditions that we did with you guys, mm-hmm. I don't do anymore. And, you know, th- some of those were formed way back when I was little at my grandparents' house, too. Yeah. And so, yeah, and and dad was always part of that. After, after we got married, he even went back to, you know, New York with me and my grandparents for, you know, Christmas Eve mm-hmm. and stuff. And, and then um, my parents started doing it at their house in later years. <clears throat> and then it kind of became mine and dad's thing too. Well, what? Yeah, it was. It it is, and I love it. Yeah, I haven't done it now in a few years for doing it this year, and I'm super excited <laughs> yeah, about it. We'll talk about that yeah, in a minute. I'm yeah. so excited. But no, it, it <clears throat> is. You know, it's always in the back of my mind. Um, I'm so fortunate and grateful for what I do have. Yeah. But um, at the same time, it really does bother me that yeah. it's not what it should be. Yeah, this wasn't my plan, but we all know God laughs at plans. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to move forward. You really do. You have to keep moving forward. It's so I think what you're saying is it's not what you thought it should be. 
Correct. Because what it is is oh, what it should right. be. Exactly. But yeah. there's a there's a quote that I post. I've posted a handful of times on Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's a tongue twister. So every time I say it, it sounds weird. But it says, <clears throat> what screws us up the most in life is the picture in our heads of how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's like that picture of what we thought it should be, right? Like you thought it would be you and dad forever carrying on these traditions and these memories forever and ever. And it's not like that idea that you, of you knowing what it has been and what Mm -hmm. it could be and it not being real, Mm -hmm. um, is hard. You Mm -hmm. know, it's, it's the Mm -hmm. knowing. Whereas like, sometimes I'm sure like for me, there are things that I don't have anymore that I'm like, man, I wish I never knew that existed. Cause if I didn't know, then I wouldn't feel this void right now. Right. But then at the same time, like all of the memories and the things that you have and like yeah, yeah. I, what i mean tell me tell me the good of it so what is the good or the brightest spots of knowing what those traditions were and knowing what your life with dad around the holidays were that even though some of them don't exist now what are the bright spots of it well for me number one it was just the feeling of love because mm-hmm. we always had the same traditions Every year I looked forward to them, love, stability, safety, family. Mm, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, family is everything to yeah. me. I, I know you know that. And so, yeah. yeah, just being with my family, my grandparents, <clears throat> and then my parents, and, and then we kept doing it ourselves. I really look forward to that every year because yeah. I, I get to see, I get to be with everyone I love the I most know. in my life. So, you know. That's that's what's hard for me is everyone's not. Every, you guys are growing yeah. up. You have your own traditions, and it's hard for everyone to get together. But those are the things that I cherish the most yeah. are the memories of that. And you know, dad's dad is in all of those <laughs> memories until the last few years. Yeah, you know. So yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna argue and say he's still in the memories and the yeah. traditions, but he's in them in the way of me. And Gmo and Darren and For Denver yeah. and all of your grandkids, and you know the what we all each individually practice, which you are a part of all of our traditions. So you get to take part in traditions that we have because of Dad. And then yeah. something that just came to me too. That <clears throat> I mean, it's something I'm sure that's been shared before. But like I'm hearing you, and it's like every single like there, we have it's our chapters of life right? Mm-hmm. And yep. like you had traditions for that chapter of your life with dad. Mm-hmm. And then something that's been talked about a lot on this podcast and on my social media recently is the idea of starting over and how to be human. I'm not going to say it's better or it's going that next chapter is going to be better. It's going to be different, right? right. It's kind of like kids. Yeah. When your kids come along, every kid you're like, oh, the second one can't possibly be better than the first. Like that poor kid's going to, I love the. <laughs> but what second, you're saying is the second one is better well, than the first because you're saying. the second. <laughs> yes. First is the worst. Second is the best. Third is the one with the hairy chest. Isn't that, oh, I'm the best. <laughs> they should not have the no. hairy chest. I don't think. <laughs> no, Darren does. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Excuse me. Oh. Hold on. <clears throat> but what with every single kid, like you end up loving them the same, like you, and you don't Absolutely. understand what that's like until you have additional kids. And mm-hmm. then you're like, gosh, I love you just as much, but in a totally different way than child number one or number sure. two or number three. Yeah. Right. It's an equal love, <clears throat> different, different um, yeah. platforms, elements, whatever of yeah. that person. So yeah. with tradition, we have the opportunity based on the lens that we view life through to either 
well, I guess we we have two choices. We can either shut one chapter and be so sad that it's not here anymore and miss out on the chapter that we're inside of. Or we can close that chapter with gratitude and love and allow ourselves to move forward and understand that we get to make new ones. Right. Now, before we move on to the next thing, my mom just said something really great. And I feel like it's worth zeroing in on. She said, when I'm nervous, I talk too much. I do. (laughs) Okay, explain it to me because I'm going to bust this myth right now for you. Well, I'm nervous right now. I'm nervous all the time. When when you wrote me into anything... I am always nervous. I, I'm like sweating. Are still. you? Well, my house is hot. I feel no, like I, it's not. We that. need to turn it's the like, air up a little down. No, you just love to put me on the spot. But That's here's fine. let me just say this though. What's awesome is you do talk more these days than you did when Dad was alive. So yeah. old chapter, right. you didn't talk as much. Yeah. Now you do talk more, and <laughs> I love it. Like I actually think, and this is something that I've talked. I was talking to Kira about. Um, and I think it was on one of our podcasts, but like, there's no such thing as too much. You might, I might be, we might be too much for somebody. I'm a lot. But, for, yeah. and, but for the, like you being all of who you are without holding back is actually the most beautiful thing. And it's been so much fun for me to see oh, you. Thank I'm you. Thank you. Like to be self-expressed and to like oh, thanks, laugh I... and joke and tell your stories. And I think it's awesome. It's been thousands of dollars <laughs> in therapy. <laughs> and I have come out of my shell finally. No, dad always just took control. And I love that about him. I yeah. actually was so codependent on him, clinging to him. Like every time we'd be in public, I don't, I don't like being in public. Yeah. I'm very introverted. Believe it or not, <laughs> you're doing but, so much better. Do you remember the first time you were on camera with me? This is like a was it's this the outside day. thing yes, with the makeup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was really great. Okay, so you uh-huh. were uh, codependent. You said you were when you oh, were in public. It's like we'd be in public, and I would be like grasping his hand, and it was sweaty. Really, I just. I just I don't know. I just have a problem <clears throat> with being in front of people sometimes, unless it's family yeah. and everyone. And then I say way too much too, and you guys don't like it. And so no, we <laughs> love it. I love it. Well, I get a lot of eye rolls from the boys. <laughs> they love it because they're all saying the same kind of thing and getting eye rolls too. It's like, yeah, I think our family is really know. good at joking and we are. We're very warped, making fun of ourselves. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. We don't care what people. I don't. I don't care what anyone says about me. Actually, yeah. I laugh about it all. I'm very. Th- thick skinned. I've yeah. had to learn to be, and you, I know you are too, yeah. you know, and it just, Hey, if they don't like me, Oh, well, sorry. <laughs> I hated growing up with three brothers. And I mean, I loved it. I love them, but I also hated it because I felt so teamed up on like fist fights were nothing. Like it was like an everyday occurrence. And I was one of the boys. Like I actually you were. said yeah. that like I was, I was a little puppy raised with wolves. So I thought I was a wolf. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I went my whole life thinking I was one of the boys. And that's why I rarely had friends who were girls. I had two friends who were girls. And we were all kind of like You boys. guys were the same. So we were like, I know. And it's as awesome. I become an adult, it's been like I did not love having girlfriends at right. all until mm-hmm. like really the past year or so. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I clicked more with boys they feel like brothers to me it feels like home Mm -hmm. and um yeah so yeah i'm grateful for it now i do have thick skin and i will say this now that i'm friends with women it there is no friendship like a friend with a girl or a woman i missed out on that my whole life because i thought i was a boy i'm sorry I failed. But see? I have, no, I have, we have traditions, skin. but I failed as a mom. But you, no, you did not. No, you did not. Okay. And we have the same vein. 
Sorry. Just <laughs> not that yours is showing or anything. My vein is popping out is what my mom's saying right now. <laughs> Mine does though too. Mom, mine's 10 times larger than I yours. I need Botox too. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Where were we? Let's now just Now you that all out. know why I... Look at my nails, by the way. Do you see what happened to them? What? They got yellow? Yes. Did you go to the same guy? It's because I went to a tanning bed because I had <gasps> short or yes. um, a shoot. It does that. <clears throat> I forgot I know, to warn I you. Didn't, I didn't know that. And yeah. now I have, they I just look got like mine candy corn. Well, you need to go to my guy. Well, I had an appointment today at 530 and I missed it because, let's see. Yeah, I missed it by 12 minutes. Oh, Alexa do you want to leave? Gonna, we can no. cut this short. <laughs> no, we're good. All right. Let's go back to tra two okay. traditions. Um, dad was the, this is going to center a lot around what, childhood was like for both of us yeah. because there was so much for me and as you were talking like i realized <sighs> dad was kind of the glue for yep. traditions and you were like the bricks like you were the bricks and he was the mortar like you mm -hmm. made it happen but dad was the mortar that made all of the bricks stick together right, right? exactly and yep. i feel like um when he passed all of the it, it's like the glue that kind of held a lot of it together it then was like it kind of gave permission like so the gift in it is it gave permission to each of our individual families then mm -hmm. to start our own traditions because we had to, right right mm -hmm. whereas before i think tradition existed in your guys's home because like you said at the beginning if you guys remember my mom was talking about how thoughtful my dad was and you were you saying that he was kind of the idea where where was his place in creating tradition? Was he like the ideas man with it? He was what? always the idea man. And even our <clears throat> Christmas Eve dinners, yeah. he's the one that wanted to keep that tradition going. And yeah. It's a lot of work to do that. Yeah. And But he wanted to keep that going. That was very important to him to start traditions. And his family also had great tra traditions too in the past. Yeah. And so, yeah, and he was a big into family and traditions and um, so yeah, we, that was just part of our life. And then you guys were able to grow up seeing that and expecting yeah. it and waiting for it yes. and enjoying it. And even <laughs> though we made it like kind of awkward for you guys sometimes at Thanksgivings or Christmases when we made you go around the table oh, Mom, and say, that was my favorite thing. Was it your favorite? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it was easy for me because I love you all and for a million different reasons, but yeah. I know sometimes people would complain like, same as last year. Yeah. So I want to get into that tradition in just a sec. But okay. you had said um, it was important for dad. Can you? And that was one of the notes I I want to know. And what? Why was it important to dad? And why are traditions important to you? Um, I don't know if I'm going to get this right. There's they no were important right to dad because he came from a great family, amazing, yeah. and I did too. And we both had traditions that he wanted to keep alive. I didn't know what to do when we got married. I'm like, well, I guess we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. But he wanted to do that. And the family um, togetherness meant so much to yeah. him more than uh, he would have rather just had that big traditional Christmas Eve dinner than give you guys presents. Presents are fun. They're one thing. But the memories of the traditions and everything were super important to him. Oh. But is that oh did I, no that was so good you're laughing because here's the like it actually makes me excited because i'm i'm thinking back i have so many memorable christmases and i i remember the gifts toward the end because 
there was tradition involved in dad choosing the gifts. We can mm-hmm. talk about that, but it was the tradition that I remember, right? Like mm-hmm. I, dad was such, I remember him saying all of the time. And I, I have since learned that this expression was used incorrectly, but blood is thicker than water. Mm-hmm. I, maybe not incorrectly. It's just a bigger, um, there's more to it. But dad would say that all the time. Blood is thicker than water. Get over it. Your siblings, figure it out. Yeah. You don't you don't like each other right now? Great. You're all grounded so you can figure out how In to like same each room. other. Right? Yeah. Like, I was very... But I remember those dinners on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. I remember our Thanksgiving dinners. Like we had you guys at Thanksgiving... Well, in our home, we had like, how many seats did that dining room table seat? Like 16? 16, 15, 16, it was yeah. so... The, our dining room table was huge and yeah. it was loaded with people and there were always extra chairs we had to place mm-hmm. and loaded with food. I mean, it was just, I remember Thanksgiving used to be my favorite holiday because of the tradition that we had around Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then my close second, I would say is Christmas Eve dinner was yeah. my absolute favorite tradition. Mm-hmm. At Christmas Eve, growing up, my dad, so you're explaining it was dad that carried it forward. Right. He insisted that my mom's Polish heritage and my mom's whole side of the family be brought forward um, forever, right? Mm-hmm. Or as long as he lived. We mm-hmm. always did a massive Christmas Eve <laughs> Polish dinner where my Fun. mom, you guys would, well, I'd get drug along. We'd go to a... <laughs> we'd go uh, Christmas Eve morning, yeah. you, me, and my mom, Grandma Jude. Yep. We would all drive to Phoenix to the European... Wasn't it Stanley's Deli? Stanley's yes. Deli, Stanley's Meat Market. Yep. Had everything there ready for us to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we would come home and we'd buy like all the pastries, the meat. What else the would we buy? Pierogies, the sauerkraut, which I can't stand still to this day. <laughs> My dad loved it. The, <laughs> the super Polish hot sausage. Horse, horse yeah. The, the Polish sausage. Yeah. My which dad stunk your house up for our house up for like a week. I know this is so bad to say, <laughs> but after my parents would leave like the day after Christmas, yeah. I threw all of that out because it smelled <laughs> at my house so bad. Sorry, mom. Dad. <laughs> They're not listening. <laughs> no, you're right. I don't think you know how to find podcasts. They, they don't. They don't. <laughs> but no, it was so much fun. Me, you, and my know. mom in the kitchen all day long on the 24th. I and then baking pies from scratch. Yep. I remember pies, this. rolls. Yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff. Everyone's mm. helping out, laughing, having fun. Grandma's cackle, which sounds like mine. <sighs> like we are, we are yeah, cut from the same you, cloth. You are. It definitely <laughs> skipped a generation and went to you. I can be loud, but you and my mom have that cackle. <laughs> we do. I miss we her do. cackle, by the way. I know. I <laughs> yeah, know. But it was fun. And then... um you know, in later years, they didn't come anymore. So it was you and me. Well, well, let's talk about it. Christmas Eve dinner. (laughs) Okay. What was the, what's the thing called? Like there was, we would do this thing. You guys, my mom can expand on it because I don't know the technical name for it, but we would do this before we ate. We'd sit down at the big table. Like all of us, my Mm -hmm. grandma and grandpa would come into town, uh, Todd and wife, whoever (laughs) whoever he was with (laughs) at the time would come into town. I love them all. I love all of Todd's women that Todd is my mom's brother. Todd's woman. He doesn't have a hair. Well, he kind of does have a harem, I'm sure, at times. <laughs> anyway, next, like, move on. <laughs> Todd, if you're listening to this, we love you. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it would be this big table full of people. And sometimes I think even Hugo would was mm-hmm. there a time or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, my parents would invite whoever. 
yeah. was, you know, anyone you who didn't have anywhere, anywhere to go, come in and hang out and just, and that's what it was all about. Just having fun. Yeah. They didn't even like the food, I'm sure. Well, because it was different to <laughs> them. They liked the pie and the rolls and the mashed potatoes. Yeah. And I didn't even <laughs> like the Polish food back in the day. I, I didn't, but I yeah. loved the tradition. Mm-hmm. But we would um, sit at table, we'd all sit. And my dad, who was in charge of everything, I loved it. It was it was cool. There was safety in that. Yeah. He would hand out, we would do like a breaking of the bread thing. So right. we handed out these wafers, which mm-hmm. what is it? It's like a Polish wafer. What is it, mom? It's a lot like um when you're Catholic, What's you it go called? to communion. It's I'm I'm I don't speak Polish. I'm probably saying it wrong. Opłatki. Okay. And yes. it's big rectangle yep. squares of the same type. Uh, I grew up Catholic. The okay. same type of wafer that you get going um when you're at church communion or whatever communion yeah yeah it's been a while <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyway um yeah and so you start with that and you pass around that big rectangle of it and everyone takes a piece and you as you break it off you go around the table yeah. and you tell everyone mm. how how grateful you are what whatever you're thankful for grateful for you talk to each person and tell yeah. them what you love about them or just something nice you know yeah. and so yeah. then the next person goes and you know and it, I loved it, it takes about an hour and then we it get does. to eat <laughs> well that, that's what was so cool though like you guys had a way of drawing everything out mm-hmm. and so it built anticipation <clears throat> and like it built anticipation and it built family togetherness mm-hmm. Like, okay, so these wafers, it, just to explain a little bit further, it was like a rectangle, like you right. said, and I would have one, so my dad would give me one, so that was my wafer, and mm-hmm. then my mom would have one, and you would buy enough for as many people right. as oh, yeah, are yeah. there. I explained guys, it wrong. I want you all, like, this is a really cool tradition. I don't care if you're Polish or not. Like, this might, if, of all of them, this might be the most um, gratifying, I think, to do, but everyone has a wafer. And then the goal is you make it around. It's almost like speed dating. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is. I've never done speed dating. Like, all right, his sucks. Move on to the next one. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was bad. <laughs> all right, next. But what you do is I, okay, I, I might have it wrong, but like I would go up to you uh-huh. and I would tell you. So I'm holding on to your wafer. This sounds really weird. <laughs> but I am. Okay, so I'm holding on to your wafer. My wafer loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and I am telling you <laughs> what I love and appreciate about mm-hmm. you. Like one thing I love and appreciate about you. And after I say it, I break the wafer off and I eat it. Right. And then you grab my wafer. <laughs> <laughs> no. I grab your wafer. <laughs> you it's so soft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's actually hard. The wafer's hard. <laughs> it, it is. is making this worse. Anyway, yes. And then I do the same for you. I mm-hmm. make your He's, wafer happy. Tell you, tell you what I'm grateful for about you. Now my podcast officially has an E on it. So What's when that? you say a bad word or you talk about something sexually. What did I say? Bad e, word. You, you said your wafer liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I said shit at the beginning. We're good. Oh, you did? I already said okay. it. I already got us an E by saying one bad word. Okay. If there's anything, it, you'll have an E for explicit next to that podcast. It makes it like, more fun. Then you really want to watch it. E. Yeah, like, I'm not a dirty person. No, What's happening? Those are the ones we want to watch. So <laughs> that's good. We're going to earn ourselves an E today for sure. We got an E. <laughs> we got an E. And we were talking about breaking up the wafers at Christmas. But yeah, so then I would go around to everyone yeah. until each person had, I had broken off a piece, like told everyone what I love about them mm-hmm. and appreciate about them and broken off the way. It was a really cool bonding thing. Yeah, yeah, And then it is. Papa Ken and his kisses, like we, okay, 
why were He's my so family because yeah. they're Polish and uh-huh. they I all kiss on the lips till the day he dies. You know, <sighs> I know. <laughs> I loved it. But like the crazy thing is, I appreciated that. I did not think anything was weird about it until my friends are like, "Your grandpa kisses you on the lips." I'm like, "Yeah, is that weird?" But it's not. It's no, it's normal for my dad. That's the way he grew I up. Love and it. Yeah, I mean that's why he's called hugs and kisses. Yeah, all hugs the time. and kisses, <laughs> grandpa. I, yeah. at, at holidays, I remember him saying, "Merry Krennenburgers." Yep. That's a tradition. So many of his words that did not make sense. I'm like, is that really Polish dad or no? I don't know. So, <laughs> no, I don't no. think it was. Uh, no, but he was, my dad was always super excited about the pastries for the Polish dinner, all the yeah. cakes and cookies yeah. and I the Kugin and the stuff like that. Bread. Yes, I know. Well, we're going to get that too this year. Okay. Yeah. If you guys have a um, Polish deli near you, you need to go pick up some Coogan bread and make it a part of your Christmas tradition or holiday tradition. Whatever holiday, mm-hmm. whatever holiday you guys are celebrating, make Coogan bread a part of your tradition. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. I need to figure out, find a place that has gluten-free Coogan bread. Yeah. That makes me so sad because I'm yeah. gluten-free now, mom. I, know. I have to Well, be. there is that other bakery up the street that has mm all the polish pastries too they, they have might have free? some they might have it yeah, yeah they might so, yeah um we'll see okay so christmas eve dinner that was my favorite now another thing so my dad would make every single year i remember he yes. would make a german chocolate cake from scratch from scratch which of the kids if it gets carried on which of the kids carries that on mom I do. You do. Every I do. year. I love it. Yep. It reminds me of my dad. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're good at it. Well, thank awesome. you. I follow a recipe oh. on a box. <laughs> Actually, it's not a box. You follow it on. It's the German chocolate brand. Yes. The German brand, like the German chocolate, mm-hmm. the green package. Right. The Inside best recipe. The, the bitter or the German chocolate piece. That yeah. Package. It's yeah. the three layer cake. Why did dad do that? Like what? What was it about German chocolate cake? He just loved it. Really? And so he loved it and it's very time consuming to make. Oh, forever. I didn't have time. Yeah. I was cooking all yeah. day anyway. Yeah. I'm like, if you want it, you make it. And he did mm-hmm. every year and he did a great job. And yeah. So, I mean, I don't think there was one year he didn't make it. Otherwise, we wouldn't I have had it. I made, yeah. I made pies, but. But you your know. pies were so good. Yes. The no. pies and the, I remember all of it. It was so good. So another fun. memory from Christmas Eve, one of my absolute favorite was going every single year christmas eve after dinner so we would first do dinner then we would all get bundled up every year like until dad died yep and we pack in the car or two cars and we drive down to the mesa temple the mormon temple and we well first we get hot chocolate yep and then we, we would go walk around and freeze our butts off <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> usually a couple of us would get in trouble yeah i remember that we'd fight you know <laughs> Get up, stop yelling at each other. It's not tradition if you didn't. I know. And then, yeah, we'd get out of the car and go walk around the temple and look at lights every single, we never, ever, ever missed a year. I know. It's good memories. And then I remember we would come home and we'd write (laughs) Santa letters. Even when I was 25, like, I feel like we always did Santa letters. We set out cookies because I had kids by that point. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm. And when I had kids, we, my dad, 
would not have it. And we spent the night at my mom and dad's house with our kids. Yes, like it was yes. not, we didn't have an option to do it at our house. Nope. We wanted everyone to wake up there Christmas morning. <laughs> all know. the babies had matching pajamas. And I think the adults did too. Yeah. The boys were never happy about you that. Did. But yeah, yeah. Every year. You did. That is a tradition. So I have carried that one down every single year. I love I've it. Never missed yeah. matching pajamas. And we open those Christmas Eve yeah, too. And I do the yeah. same thing. Good. I wrap yeah. them and I have my kids open them. They're not as excited as I used to be. About <laughs> well, I, don't know. I was so excited about Christmas see pajamas i loved it it's it's easier when they're i'm like i hear music <laughs> oh is that mine oh <laughs> thanks scott <laughs> but yeah we had the christmas eve pajamas and then um like i think even as an adult i anticipated waking up christmas morning i'm not kidding yeah. you like mm -hmm. i did not sleep well and i would wake up super early because you guys did again Money or no money, you did such a good job making us feel uh, thought of. Oh, thank like you. Our stockings every year were they're tissue paper wrapped, right? Yep. I don't know yep. why. I don't, but it just was the way I grew up too. Really? Yeah. Uh huh. So that's the way that I that's, am with my kids. Yep. Stockings are uh -huh. always tissue paper, and I do a different tissue paper for every kid. Oh, good idea. So yeah, yeah. it makes yeah. it easy. You yeah. know, or Santa know. does a different tissue paper for every kid. Yeah. And then you guys, until you know the day dad died like the christmas before you every year did a santa gift for every person dad right. didn't take credit you guys like you're like oh it's if dad's whole thing was if you don't believe you don't receive right? yeah right exactly <laughs> you're not getting anything if you I don't know. believe so yeah no yeah. it was fun and then you know like i tried to make the present opening easy so i yeah. would do like one family one paper one family another paper yeah i tried like wrapping everything in totally different things and giving you guys a number so whatever present had the this, number on yes, the tag yes. i mean yeah i tried everything because otherwise mm. you guys all guessed everything i remember oh this. my gosh everything i ever gave you guys you guys would guess i'm like all right i'm gonna mix it up <laughs> next year for sure <laughs> well that's funny my kids don't guess they don't even try to guess i don't know why but I do do that. So I do Cash does a paper, Ruby does a paper, Marley, Maddox. Mm -hmm. So I kind of, I don't know if I'm going to do it this year. Yeah. Because they don't guess. So I don't care, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, there are so many fun things inside of Christmas. I'm curious, when you were a kid, what were your favorite traditions? So my dad was the best. Every Well, first of all, every single night, my mom worked graveyard. She was... um a key punch operator way back oh, then. Really? Yeah. And so he worked during the day and, and um, taught at school and everything yeah. while he was furthering his education. He was a professor. He was, uh, yeah, doctorate in Kay. mechanical engineering. And so, <clears throat> yeah, he was a professor at school. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> My okay. voice. Um, and so he would read to Todd and I every single yeah. night. And then at Christmas Eve, he always read the... Um, What's the name? It was the night before oh, Christmas yeah. to oh, us. He? Yes, he did. And then we watched Rudolph oh. on TV. We timed it because back then you couldn't um, save anything or just turn on really? a channel and oh, find yeah. the movies. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we always timed it. So we got to watch Rudolph and then Todd and I went to bed. And then in, in the morning when I woke yeah. up, it was so much fun because my dad would hide little presents on the tree in the, inside the branches and stuff too. And it, it was simple, like paintbrushes and yeah. crayons. I mean, little little simple things that we love still, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, it was always a lot of fun to see what was hidden by my dad more than what Santa gave oh. us. <laughs> but no, Santa was always good to us too. And so, no, that's 
my favorite memory yeah. is waking up in the morning and my dad was so excited because yeah. he was more of a kid than I was growing up. Yeah. It's, and he still is to this he day. He was. And mm -hmm. he is. I remember him as a storyteller. He's the best storyteller. Mm -hmm. He really is so yes. good. So animated. Is so creative. So good. Yes. And yeah. He has the, I remember the pictures yeah. of your kids actually listen to a story from him and he, they're just, Maddox is just glued to I him. Know. Like what next? Yeah. I, I love that. That actually reminds me one of the things um, and guys, I hope to anyone listening, you guys are getting ideas for things that you could do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super important. Let me just interject to not feel like you need to do all of this. Right. Because right. I don't do all of it. I don't even do a fraction, I, half of this right now. Right. But like to pick one thing like we do with anything and add that one thing in this year, or maybe add two or three things, see what sticks with your family and then repeat the ones that mm -hmm. you love the most. Um just to kind of help bond and create a little bit of togetherness and fun, like memories in it. Right. But one of the things that dad did every year and we, I tried to do, I don't think I'm as good as I used to be, but remember the Santa tracker? Yes. Dad yes. On his AOL dial up computer. Yes. I remember he had the Mac. He was like the first one to get a Mac when it came out yeah. and his <laughs> iPhone, the very first iPhone. And I remember we'd go and we'd huddle in the den at that house um, in Mesa. Yep. And, We'd watch the Santa tracker and dad, I mean, we were old and he's like, check him out. He's over North Dakota. <laughs> like whatever it was. Like he was like, Oh no, he's going to go here. Yeah. Like dad would get so excited with us older kids. Yeah. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then you guys got excited for your we kids did. and that was the fun part of it. We did. I mean, yeah. The, the younger the grandkids were, it's like the more they ran in there. Where is he now? Where is he now? Yeah. It was so cute. Was I, I remember that. Yeah. Um, there were just so many fun things. I, and that is, so I, do it's interesting because we started and Maddox was in frame right he was in um the podcast and he was like we were joking about how he's like what traditions do we have <laughs> and what's interesting is and I'm going to speak to divorced parents right now uh -huh. because I think it is a little bit different for us divorced parents or single parents I, if a child goes back and forth it becomes a little more challenging mm -hmm. because I only have my kids every other year on Christmas Eve, right? And then right. the following year, I have my kids Christmas, you know, at the second half of Christmas Day through the next night. So mm -hmm. it does feel like tradition is slightly interrupted. Right. Right. Like, but, but there are still things that we can do and that we do do. But I think that's why I am, because I know that there's interference in how my kids experience Christmas. I really do try, like, I hope my kids appreciate it. I, know. I don't know if they, they do. do. They do. But like, it's a really big deal for me to mm -hmm. stay up until it's probably 4 a.m. Oh, every yeah. Christmas Eve. I've never had one that's not. Every parent's dream but, night, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, it, am I doing something wrong? Because I, some are like, oh, I'm in bed at like 10. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> I am like up making their stockings perfect and yeah. putting the big bow on their Santa gift and with the you know, name tag and written and then the Santa note and biting the right amount of cookies. And <laughs> I don't know why I get, and then I am like, I tell my kids do not go downstairs until I get up because I remember what it felt like for me to have Christmas with you guys. And I want nothing more than to recreate that experience for my kids. Mm -hmm. And so when they, it's, there's so much excitement because they're whole, they're like caged upstairs until everyone's awake. And then we let them <laughs> yeah. down at the same time. And it's so much fun. It you know? is. It is. Yeah. One of the things that I started this year, uh, last year with my kids that I love is 
you know, I don't know, Christmas for us became too big, right? Like right. I just was, the kids were sending me lists and there were link after link after link. Right. And I was buying a lot of it. And then it was like, oh, cool. Just, it was being opened and not appreciated. Right. And I felt like I was yeah. breaking the bank. And every year I was trying to outdo the year before to make it exciting. And then last year I was like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. So last year, what I did is everyone got a Santa gift everyone got their stockings and then they each only got one family gift from me that was it like i did one experience from me mm -hmm. and then i told the kids i said okay you're not allowed to make lists this year do not make a list because when you make a list with what you want christmas becomes about yourself what we're going to do is i'm going to give you a budget for your three siblings and you a budget for your so all the kids oh, got a budget idea. for their siblings mm -hmm. and then their job, like the only other gifts you're getting besides the one experience, they didn't know it was an experience, but the one from mm -hmm. me was from your siblings. So get to know your, because they're like, well, how are they going to know what to buy me? It was like, a, yeah. well, how I, are they going to get, get me yeah. if I don't tell them? <laughs> yeah. And I said, this isn't about you. This is about them. So why don't you instead say, what are they going to know to buy me? Why don't you say, what important can I buy cash yes. or Ruby or Maddox? Like, what are they going to love? And mm -hmm. so actually it was awesome. They yeah. were so invested in the gift that they bought each other and they would like come so to me and say yeah. yeah like okay what about this okay wait can i break budget to buy maddox will really love this can i buy him yeah. this and then our christmas we had so many fewer gifts last year uh -huh. but like the opening of it took twice as long because no one wanted to miss a certain thing because there was humor in the gifts and yes, yes. excitement That's and they so were fun. proud of it yeah so that was a, a great cool, idea oh, I think I, you should do that again this I, year. I'm, I already am. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah. But now I have all the aunts and uncles. They're like, what can we buy your kids? And I'm like, crap, oh, I don't boy. know. They don't have a list. I know. <laughs> like, I know. There's so many kids. And I honestly, know. our family is very fortunate. Yeah. Christmas is about memories and you now the birth of Jesus Christ. But it tends to go the other way where kids yeah. make their lists and everything. I mean, I was the same. I wanted lists from for you guys and everything at Christmas. You get trapped in that. Yeah. And then when you reel it back, you realize it's more fun. One of our yeah. most fun Christmases, I think, is when we were in, in uh, Lake Tahoe, in Fine Village. I this. No presents. We did stockings for you guys. Yeah. Dad went a week early, put lights up in the mm. Christmas tree and everything. And then we went there and we we did all the snowmobiling and skiing and just had so much fun building I snowmen. I remember that. Did I have a bum knee that year? <clears throat> Probably. I think I did. I, Cause I didn't ski. I yeah. was, um, I was laid up right. inside. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. I still remember it. It was, and I don't even remember not having presents. All yeah. I remember was the tree. And I remember my friend, Elisa was with us. Didn't she yes, come with us? Yeah. 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 Which is, <laughs> yeah. She, she Why came with her come with us on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because probably because they loved you and they knew that we had good family traditions. And Elisa was like my own daughter. Yeah. But yeah, I remember um, like having a really great Christmas in yeah. Lake Tahoe. Maybe that's why you let her come because I was stuck inside, couldn't ski. Oh, that was, was the it. thing. That mm -hmm. was it. Yeah, because I remember yeah. you guys were making cookies and stuff. Yeah, and yeah it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think this is a really good way to end this episode because mm -hmm. you just said you touched on something super important it's um 
you know, we get caught up in what we think Christmas is, right? Getting mm-hmm. gifts and buying things. Stressing. And yes. Mm-hmm. And it does. It leads to stress. It leads to anxiety. I'm feeling it now. I think almost everyone listening is feeling some level of stress, anxiety, fear. And I think when we have high levels of stress and anxiety and fear, it actually exacerbates the grief. So mm-hmm. it just, and it becomes this big yes. cycle. Like mm-hmm. it perpetuates the grief and the grief then perpetuates more stress and anxiety and sadness and depression. And it's like if we can just stop for a minute and peel away all of the things that we What's think matter. Important. Yeah, exactly. Give us some yeah. advice to anyone listening. Well, for me, I'm old. So <laughs> I, I love it. Old means wisdom and, and you're I not old. Them. I'm so into the memories of what was, mm-hmm. what is, and, and like you say, and what's to come still. Yeah. You know, I mean, gosh. Maddox is almost 19. I could be a great grandma. Nice. Pretty soon. Oh, let's not. Let's not. That would be a great Christmas present no. next year, the year after. <laughs> not now. Yeah. yeah. No, but I do. I think about that. I'm like, someday yeah. I am going to start having great grandkids. Mm. And that to me is babies at Christmas are mm. like the best, the sweetest. I Everyone know. wants the baby. You know, and yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I, I, you know what? I love every Christmas, no matter how I spend it, who I spend it with. Yeah. There's always something great that comes out of it. And I mean, another thing that happens with Christmas is we overspend because yeah. of all of that. And then we're all depressed for the next six months after yeah. that, paying everything. Yep. And so I, I, the last three, four years have made it a goal, X amount of money per yeah. person. That's it make a memory with them they would like that better anyway yeah. and yeah so i don't know it's just it for me it's all about family yeah family and, and being together and you know celebrating i love that yeah i so what i hear is don't stress and if you find yourself stressing about what to do and how what to buy and how much to spend and mm-hmm. making all the parties or whatever it is <laughs> Instead, maybe this year, try and peel that away and remember what Christmas or the holiday season is about. Whatever religion or spirituality you practice or are, mm-hmm. um, remembering that it is rooted in that and rooted in family togetherness, right? Like right. it's a time to spend time with one another and don't let the uh, perceived obligations right of christmas don't let the material uh-huh. materialism of christmas get to you and take over what it should yep. be because i yeah. do not remember one gift like to everyone yeah. listening i i'm sorry i do remember gifts dad would do at the end because it was every girl would get the same thing yes and it meant he something, had that tradition. right it was meant yeah. it, me- it was a necklace or a bracelet that meant mm-hmm. something there was mm-hmm. a charm on it that meant something right so yeah. it's really it could have been any brand it could have been a note from me and mm-hmm. it's like the story read by your grandpa by your dad that's mm-hmm. the thing that you hiding the paint brushes in the tree that's what meant the most yeah. the polish dinner and the breaking of the bread and saying gratitude like that's mm-hmm. what meant the most to me um so maybe try and focus your efforts this holiday season on something like that yeah you know yep i agree um okay mom so we're about to close this up is there one final thing so just think through memories uh traditions holiday is like what's one thing on your heart that you want to share you want to end with um well for me it goes back to the grief side of it um Mm -hmm. and and this is hard because i I start crying every time. Okay. No, I wish dad was here. I know he's watching over us and I know he's proud of us, yeah. each one of you guys, but it it just, it's different, but yeah. that's okay. You know, I've, I'm moving forward, but he'll always be missed. That yeah. would be the ultimate Christmas for me. One more. Oh. So. <laughs> 
Okay, let's cut. <laughs> no, I think that was so good. Thank oh, you. Thanks. <laughs> and I, I second all of that. Thank you. I'm not even, I'm going to let that be the ending because that was beautifully said. And I think um, if you're listening and you have someone that's passed on, you know, like I think it's okay to leave a space in your heart and your home for them and mm -hmm. remember the great that they were. Right. And allow that to kind of help you experience the good in what also is. So, mm -hmm. uh, mom, thanks for being here. I love you. You did so good. Thanks you for did having so good me <laughs> on the podcast. You did good with traditions. You did so good with everything. Oh, I don't I know. Love I you. rambled. No, you did <laughs> Hopefully great. You got something out of that. No, you did. <laughs> Guys, everyone, thank you for listening. Thanks for being here with us. I hope you have very happy holidays and that you got something out of this. Until next time. Merry wow. Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> That's a wrap. Mwah. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on Heidi's Lane as we navigate this amazing and often humbling highway of life together. As always, it's been such a joy to have you here with me. And I hope that through our conversation today, you found at least one gold nugget or one thing that resonates with you that you can use in your life to help you live a life you love. Because each day truly is a gift. I appreciate you being here. I see you, I hear you, I love you. Until next time, I am Heidi.